0: Welcome, everyone. I'm Jay. And I'm Shaw. And this is podcast show number 28. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! <laughs> uh, it's been a while. It's been a mighty long while since we've gotten together and, yeah. and given you a show, and I think it's been too long. I've How have you missed been?
1: Missed your silken voice, Jay. Oh,
0: as, as to you, Shaw. <laughs> it's it's a joy and a pleasure to sit across from me.
1: <laughs> no, I've been good. Things have been going awesome here at the church. Everyone knows construction's coming along and the spiritual life of the church is just growing and it's been all, it's been a lot of fun this week's been a little bit chaotic here at the just in the church offices father keith's uh sister passed away mm-hmm. um and where our prayers are going out to his family and all yeah. that kind of stuff but with you know it's kind of like a ship without a rudder sometimes when the priest isn't around so um so prayers for him and and for his family and stuff but yeah but other than that yeah it's been other than this past week smooth sailing here smooth at saint anne sailing so. good <laughs>
0: Yes. Well, yeah. Um, also, smooth sailing on my part. There's, there's just away from Saint Anne, I guess. <laughs> Not major drama, but you know, it, it's been too long, and I'm, I'm glad we're here today. Should we? I think it's time. I it is think time. My all-time most favorite part of this whole show: dodgeball. No, what? Oh, the Pope tweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Pope tweeted today The heart grows hard When it does not love Lord give us a heart That knows how to love That's what it's about I think that was um, A purpose tweet Like I think there was
1: Not just like a pocket tweet
0: It just wasn't just an accidental whatever (laughs) Or here's my Pope tweet for today It was Timely and and I think there is an amazing amount of hate out there and yes. and not that whatever it's called when it's not love, <laughs> you know. I guess <laughs> I said hate, but it,
1: I don't know that that's the yeah. word. So um, yeah, and we're kind of it just kind of maybe all happened, but we're just talking a lot about the Pope's thoughts this podcast. And speaking of love and hate, uh, I'm not sure if everyone's seen, but. ISIS just recently recently put out a threat against the Vatican, against the Pope, um, and the top security chief for the Vatican says that, yes, this threat is real. We don't know of any actual planned attacks, um, but I, I know everyone's seen the, the 21 Christians that were just beheaded recently, and just our prayers are obviously going out for, for peace in the world and for the safety of the Pope, obviously, um, but just for an ending of all of this hate and violence obviously very soon because it's just it's out of hand and quite ridiculous so I agree Uh, but continuing on a little bit with Pope Francis and -hmm. his thoughts on the world and making it a much better place everyone's talking about his recent homily that he gave this past Sunday and he really touched on uh, the examination of conscience now each Christian needs to judge themselves so not about judging others but about judging themselves personally and he says What that means is not hiding from the roots of sin that are in all of us, that many things we are capable of doing, even if we cannot see them. Um, And he goes on to say, we're all masters, professors of self-justification. We all have an alibi to explain away our shortcomings, our sins, while putting on an innocent face. He said, this is no way to lead a Christian life. Um, At the end of his homily, he kind of wraps it up saying, give us the grace then to learn to judge ourselves in the light of the capacity to do the most evil things and to pray, have mercy on me, Lord, help me to be ashamed and grant mercy so that I may be merciful to others. Really driving it home this Lent. Wow. like like, stop looking at the world around you and all of the, the problems and the shortcomings and the people around you, but look inward, judge yourself and the, and the things that you're capable of doing and turn away from that and turn towards Christ. Obviously this Lent, um, And what's really cool here, we've talked about it on the podcast before, I think, but Archbishop Nauman has sort of maybe mandated for every parish and archdiocese to offer confession on Wednesday nights. So there's all the different confession times that parishes already offer, but every Wednesday at every Catholic church in the archdiocese at 6 o'clock, you can go to confession. So examine that conscience like the Pope has talked about. Hit up confession at any of our local parishes, St. Anne included. Yes. Um, And go to confession sort of examine your conscience and... And get back on track this Lent, even if you've if you have yet to pick out a, a Lenten penance, do so. I mean, it's not too late to get started. Or if you've stumbled, you know, can always hop back up on the train and keep moving.
0: That's a good point.
1: That really is. I think this
0: would be a good segue into just Shaw, you and I's journey into Lent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lent 2015, as I call it. <laughs> Started off rocky for me. Yeah? I'm. I'm just gonna be honest here. I heard that you were in New Orleans. I I was. I was in New Orleans two days after Mardi Gras. Ooh, beads were just stringing, still falling out of trees, <laughs> like they were just covered and all the trees and the the high wires wow. and things. And it was. I love New Orleans. It was great. But Friday, there was. I was on a New Orleans food tour walking Wow! so we'd walk around the french quarter my mouth is watering right now oh my gosh jambalaya crawfish they had it all and i knew i was doing it i said jay i'm gonna have some of this jambalaya (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i'm in new orleans once it's my first time there it was a food tour i'm not gonna be you know i was with my
1: family and the key ingredient in and jambalaya's. There's me. And dewy sausage. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, I loved it. And I prayed afterwards. I said, <laughs> Lord, I'm sorry,
1: but come on! <laughs> anyway. And he's just nailed to the cross thinking, jambalaya or me? <laughs> oh, come on.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway. So, um, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, it
1: was, it was a good time. But, but again, it's not too late to, to get on the Lent train. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: and and back to rough starts, my original penance that I gave myself was every time that I misspell a word in an email or a text or mm-hmm. whatever, that I'd immediately pause and write it the correct word down five times. Mm-hmm. That didn't last long. <laughs> but... My uh, my girlfriend came up with an idea of waking up, like, early. So you're not rushing to get into the day. Not rushing to the car. Not rushing uh, to get out of bed. And um, I've been waking up I at... I never rushed to get out of bed. Oh, no. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> uh, waking up at 6.45 just yeah. to kind of wake up, start the day right, maybe say a few prayers, and... Um, and then slowly start the day, get myself ready, and then go to work. You know, and it's really made a big difference. Yeah, it's it really awesome. Has. It's crazy.
1: Very much along the same lines. That is exactly what I am doing this Lent as well. So I normally roll out of beds, roll out of the bed whenever my kids wake up. So they come knocking on the door, I'm like, "Hey, it's time to get us breakfast." I'm like, "Oh, geez." Wait, your kids wake you up. Yeah, that's how it used to work. Yeah youth minister life you know sometimes you work at nights so you don't need to wake up necessarily early in the morning so i was sleeping in uh but for lent yeah 6 30 i have my alarm set and it reoccurring alarm so 6 30 it comes off and i roll out of bed i say my morning prayer from liturgy of the hours which is awesome to get back into praying the psalms and all that um but man is it tough i
0: know
1: but so much reward comes from i mean just being able to get out of bed and not have to, like, I mean, my kids are amazing and I love them, but not have to attend to them right away, but to be able to take time for myself and to center myself, say my prayer, you know, eat my scone and coffee and peace and all that sort of stuff. Uh, It's a great start to the day. So, yeah. Cool.
0: Very good. Very very good.
1: All right. Well,
0: um, I think it would be a good idea if we talked about this new movement that came down, from the pope and it's it's called 24 hours for the lord have you heard of this yeah really cool yeah it's uh march 13th through 14th the vatican is encouraging churches worldwide to stay open for 24 hours to underline the need for prayer contemplation of the eucharist and a chance to go to confession
1: which is awesome yeah fantastic i read about this a little bit today and I was thinking, like, shoot, I don't, I don't think I'm doing anything on the 14th of March. Let's go to St. Peter's. Apparently, the Pope's supposed to be there for the full 24 hours, presiding over this like universal penance service. He's probably going to be offering confession. We could go to confession with Pope Francis. That would
0: be insane. What you are you mean, doing on the 14th, Jay?
1: Well, I have a wedding.
0: It's what? Pi Day, 3.14. I have math friends that are getting married. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. You're gonna miss the Pope for that? Well, I didn't that's realize
1: fun. the Pope was on the table. <laughs> Shaw. Pie Day, nerd friends, cool. I hear that's a big day for church bookings and stuff. Yeah, lots of nerds out there. Oh, Lord, tons of Lord them. save us. Yes, Lord save us. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, it'll be really cool. I'm not sure if those he's encouraging churches worldwide to do this. I'm not sure if there's any churches in the archdiocese that are doing this. Um, But I'm trying to encourage Father Keith to do it, and you should as well, because I think it's really cool. I don't think the priest has to necessarily be there for those full 24 hours if I know he needs sleep. Uh, But the church is open and all that stuff, so I think it would be really cool to have a little St. Anne satellite, 24 hours of the Lord. So, yeah, really cool. Very cool. So today, Wednesdays, I do this little Bible study with some kids from here from St. Anne. It's uh, really cool. And we just meet over lunchtime, we read, sometimes it's really crazy, sometimes a little bit serious, but we read the upcoming Sunday Gospel readings, so we kind of get them prepared, and get myself prepared for the upcoming Sunday Gospel, because when it happens, you're like, sometimes you might fade out for those two minutes the Gospel reading happens, like, wait, what was that about again? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention? Dang it. Open, you're on the wrong page, and you're just panicking in the pew. So we read that a little bit, do kind of a Lectio Divina style, which is reading it slowly and praying over it a little bit. And then we have some questions that we can kind of talk about together. And, and this is one of the questions from today that I thought was just really cool. Uh, so all of you have already heard this gospel as this goes out, but it was when Christ goes in the temple and everyone's selling stuff. He's like, what the heck is you guys doing? This is... This is a place to worship the Lord, not to make money. And he starts whipping people out of there, which is awesome. I love this image of Christ, like just driving out the the money changers. Um, This is a cool thing that we focused on today. A little reflection. If you remember just one thing from last Sunday's gospel, remember this. You are God's temple. Just as Jesus cleared the temple of all corrupting influences, he wants to cleanse us. Just as he was zealous for his father's house, he is zealous for each of us, for we are all temples of his Holy Spirit. So our question was, as we sort of left today, and I maybe leave this as a question for us to think about the rest of the week here as we focus on this gospel. What steps can you take during the remaining weeks of Lent to open yourself more to the Lord's love in his desire to purify and cleanse you as a temple of his holy spirit
0: very good yeah i think i think it'd be good if all of us kind of contemplated
1: that question and and dwelled on it and acted on it yeah there's a lot of times i love this image of christ going to the temple with like he's making a whip right and just like driving these people out so the question then is like, like how is christ doing that in your soul like he's coming in with a whip and just driving out all the bad stuff which i think is cool like so think about that bad stuff and letting christ in to drive out the sin and he's man like what an awesome christ that comes in and just whips your soul up a little bit bit, so it
0: really is yeah and to let that happen i mean that's not easy for some No. (laughs) no it's not easy for me yeah so anyway yeah that that's very good so thank you for that thought Shaw. and believe it or not i think that's it. I think we've reached the end of our show notes for show 28. It's quite a milestone. We've made a long way. <laughs> we really have. Um, thank you all for listening. Yes. Enjoy your Lent if you can. Is <laughs> <It's> not <laughs> loud. Is that is enjoying <laughs> Any Lent? Any horrible allowed? Lent. <laughs> yeah. Have a terrible, <laughs> painful Lent. And um, I don't know. And uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, until next time, I'm Jay. I'm Shaw. Shaw. God bless.